of age when these cancers are developing. And then by the time we catch them, they're more advanced as well in this younger demographic. And we did promise some good news, which is the study also revealed cancer rates in people over the age of 50 are steadily dropping. Well, I am Nicole Berlin. That's all for News Nation. Now, we thank you so much for watching on this Thursday. Let's give you a look at our primetime lineup. But first, the biggest headlines out of our nation's capital. The Hill starts right now. It has been seven and a half years since Republicans have held a presidential debate. Now it's just days away. But a big question still hangs over the biggest political event of the summer. Will the frontrunner, former President Donald Trump, show up? In moments, we'll speak with the head of the Republican National Committee, Ronna McDaniel, to see where things stand. Also tonight, will Maui residents be told not to sell their burned out land? There are fears now that residents could fall victim to predatory buyers. The very latest from devastated Lahaina. Plus, Americans weighing in on what they believe is the greatest threat to public health. The top answer, not guns, not cancer. It's opioids. And today, the top Republican in the Senate joined the Biden administration to bring awareness to the crisis. And there's a new ban in New York City. TikTok. How the Big Apple is joining a growing list from all over the country. The Hill on News Nation starts right now. All right, here we go. Hello, and thanks for being us on The Hill. Uh, once again, I'm Blake Berman, joined today by Scott Bolden, former D.C. Democratic Party chairman and legal analyst. Rebecca Heinrichs is a senior fellow at the Hudson Institute. Tim Hogan was, is a former spokesperson for Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign. And Denise Gitsum, Republican strategist and former aide to George W. Bush. Hello to you all. Of course, we are just days away from the very first Republican debate of the 2024 presidential race. And there is still an open question tonight as to whether or not the leading candidate will show up on stage. When you're at 75, 78, 80 percent and other guys are at zero, one percent, two percent, three percent, you do say, uh, what's the upside? Am I going to go up one point? But they could go up. You know, they're not dumb people. All right, so in just a moment, we'll be talking with the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee, Ronna McDaniel. First, though, to the panel, uh, Denise, Rebecca, if you two were advising Donald Trump, if you were in a circle, would you tell him to show up or would you tell him to sit back and, and watch the show? I don't think he'd listen either way, for the record. <laughs> but I also can't imagine, I just can't imagine Donald Trump deigning to show up on a stage with a bunch of people he doesn't have any respect for. Um, it also really wouldn't help him. I I've noticed that when Donald Trump comes out, he comes out an eye for a head, not an eye for an eye. And that doesn't necessarily play well to anyone except for his hardcore base. Also, I think the threat of Christie using him as a punching bag could just be just downside for him. Well, it's so interesting that you use the word respect because I would say to you, when you debate, you're actually respecting your audience too. So you respect the voters. You debate. He ran. You know, he was president for four years. He's got some good things that he can talk about his accomplishments. But I agree that I don't think that he would listen. And because he is so far ahead, he might have more to lose than to gain. Yeah, but don't forget, you know, Donald Trump's a great counterpuncher too. So I'm not so sure he's concerned about Chris. Um, Chris Christie, but um, let me just say this. 
I'm not watching the debate if Donald Trump doesn't show up. Hmm. I will find some other form of entertainment as a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't missing that much, Scott. <laughs> bad, bad for Fox ratings, but I guess the question is, yes, Chris Christie, but who on that stage would even critique him, and how would they go at him? We have seen an entire primary of catering to him, and he seems to be thinking, well, I'm looking for my vice presidential candidate, right. and that's kind of what it feels like. These people are not throwing any punches. They're, right. they're 60 or 70 percent of GOP that doesn't support Donald Trump, and yet those other potential candidates or nominees just won't go for those 60 or 70. They just no, don't act like 60 it. 60 or 70 percent do. I mean, he's, he's would support him in a, in a general election and, and continue to want to see him run. But hold those thoughts mm-hmm. for a second. Organizing the presidential primary debates is one of the premier responsibilities, of course, of the Republican National Committee. We are joined now by the chairwoman of the RNC, Ronna McDaniel. Ronna, thank you for being here on the Hill on News Nation. We appreciate it. Um, I know you got a, a pretty busy week ahead of you here coming up. Uh, it has been, to my count at least, 2,716 days from the last Republican presidential debate, and here we are with it days away. What are you expecting coming up next week? Well- First of all, I'm enjoying your panel. I, I kind of just want to be here and listen to what they're saying. Uh, sit sit, up, sit up here with us one afternoon. You're, you're more than welcome. You. We'd love to have you. I was enjoying all the commentary. It was fascinating. Listen, I, I, I contrary to your uh, your Democrat guest from D.C. Uh, and, and his great opinion, I, I think a lot of people are going to tune in. I think there's a lot of interest. I think people this summer were vacationing. It's the first summer people got uh, post-COVID to really be all over the, the world and the country and, and be with family. And I think now they're dialing in and they're saying, you know what, we've got a presidential race ahead of us. I want to look at these candidates. I want to kick the tires. And this debate stage next Wednesday is going to give them a great opportunity to do that. Of course, Rana, the big question right now is Donald Trump. Will he show up? Has he told you that he what he's going to do one way or the next? If he told me, he could still change his mind. So I... <laughs> You know, the, President Trump's going to keep everyone guessing. He's the ultimate entertainer. And I think this is part of what he does so well is keeps keeps his name in the news. But I want him to show up. I want all of them to show up. I think it's good for the American people to see debate. I view it less about getting the nomination and Republican versus Republican as setting a course to beat Joe Biden and making sure that we're contrasting what our party stands have, for versus him. Have you, gotten, have you gotten a yes or a no, though, at this point, Rana? I have not. I have not received a definitive yes or no. Is there going to be some sort of a a deadline or a a timeline? I mean, after all, he is the former president of the United States, the de facto leader of the Republican Party right now. If he were to come at the last minute, would you would you allow? Well, there is a deadline from a Secret Service standpoint, from a staging standpoint for all the candidates. So that Monday night before the debate is when all the criteria has to be met in order to make the debate stage, which is, you know, the polling threshold, small dollar, small dollar donor threshold, obviously the pledge. Um, and so if we haven't heard by then, we will have a set debate stage. OK, so you say there's this Monday night uh, deadline. Of course, one of the other requirements has been this loyalty pledge, meaning essentially to be on the debate stage, you have to sign a pledge to say whoever the nominee is, you will support them. Here's what Donald Trump has said uh, about the loyalty pre- pledge. And I want to get your reaction on the other side. I mean, I have a problem with the debate for another reason. I wouldn't sign the pledge. Why would I sign a pledge? There are people on there that I wouldn't have. Rana, if Donald Trump says at some point, you know what, I want to debate. I'm going to get up on that stage, but I am not going to sign this loyalty pledge. Would you really keep him off 
the debate stage if he doesn't sign it? Well, one, he's signed the pledge before and he's signed it to get on the South Carolina ballot. So I think if Donald Trump wants to be on the debate stage, he's going to do what he needs to do to be on the debate stage. But it's called the Beat Biden Pledge. It's about making sure that whoever the voters choose, that whoever gets on that stage, if you make your case, that you're going to support the will of the voters to do what is the most important to every Republican in this country, which is beating Joe Biden. So it's the Beat Biden Pledge. And that's the rule. The rules are the rules. But I, I have a feeling that if he wants to be on the debate stage, he's going to sign that pledge. He's done it before. Last question on this. Are, are there any negotiations right now between yourself, the RNC and the Trump campaign as to what getting him on the debate stage would look like? No, you know, we've talked to all the candidates and all the campaigns. We have to be neutral, right? So I talked to Chris Christie. I talked to President Trump. I talked to Mike Pence or Vice President Pence. We've talked to all of them specifically about the donor threshold as they're submitting their names to make sure they've met that criteria. Um, But we have been very, very fair-handed in how we've uh, worked with each campaign. But I have made no bones about the fact that I want President Trump to be on that debate stage. I think that's good for our party. And remember, if he does end up being the nominee, this is the beginning of that conversation with the American people as to beating Joe Biden. So I think all this time in front of the press and in front of independent voters and getting our message out is important and critical to taking up that oxygen and making sure we're getting our message across as a party. Rana, here's where things stand right now. Uh, Donald Trump, we don't know if he's going to go to the debate. He might not show. He says he won't sign the loyalty pledge, but also Chris Christie says he won't sign it. Will Hurd has also said he won't sign it. Donald Trump has called the former president, has called his former vice president, Mike Pence, quote unquote, delusional. Fifty five percent of Republicans in a new poll disapprove of the former vice president, the last vice president uh, in the Republican Party. Is it is it fair to say right now that Donald Trump is in control of the Republican Party? Oh, you know, I have to be neutral. So don't put me in those positions. I'm the party chair. We have to conduct a neutral primary process. The voters get to decide that. We're not going to know anything until uh, Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina. Uh, He certainly has a huge lead right now in the polls, and I think we're all seeing that. But there's a long runway in politics between now and January, and I'm really looking forward to this debate process kicking off and giving us an opportunity to contrast what our party stands for versus the failure of Joe Biden, where Families have lost on average $10,000. They're paying $700 more a month. Gas prices are up $1.50 under him. I mean, our country's failing. Look at the fentanyl crisis. 100,000 Americans died of fentanyl under his watch. Uh, People are not feeling good about the course of this country, and they're looking to the Republican Party to put forward a nominee to turn this around. Rana, I want to ask you about December 2020. Um, As you know, you have spoken to the January 6th committee uh, about a phone call on December 6th, 2020, involving the president, yourself, and John Eastman, who was a a legal advisor to the president at the time, and it involved the alternate electors. Uh, Your Jack Smith referenced your title in one of the indictments. Fonnie Willis uh, named you, or at least your name appeared in that indictment as in the George indictment for that case. Um, with, With everything that was going on with the alternate electors, Rana, in December of 2020. I wonder, as you sit back now, knowing everything that you know, do you have any regrets as to how yourself or the RNC handled that month? Is there anything that you would have done differently? Well, I I will say this, and I've said this very clearly, which is these were considered contingent electors. This is something that's been done in our history with Hawaii. 
And they were based on legal challenges that were still ongoing that may have changed the outcome to the states um, and, and changed the state so that the, the, these contingent electors would be seated. That's it. Um, and that that's very clearly outlined in the DOJ indictment that that's what uh, the RNC was told. And I stand by that. OK. All right. Ronna McDaniel. Chairwoman of the RNC, I was serious. You can come up and join us anytime that you want. If you like the panel that much, come on back on the panel. I love the panel. I think it sounds fun. Yeah, it's great. All right. Thanks, Rana. We appreciate it. We'll see you. Thank you. Yep. All right. Over to the panel now to get some analysis of what we just heard. Also joining us, Hogan Gidley, former uh, former Deputy White House Press Secretary for the Trump administration. Hogan, let's start with you. Um, Donald Trump, do you expect him on the the stage next week? And is it whatever move he makes? You don't. Okay. Is that the right move? Uh, yeah, look, Rana is in an interesting spot here because what she's got to do is try to put forth uh, all the candidates, uh, have them debate ideas publicly and have kind of the most robust uh, debate she can possibly have. The problem is I think she's going to be without the person who leads the polls by upwards of 40 percent in a lot of these areas. And the fact is Donald Trump uh, is looking more and more as though he's not going to attend this. I don't think there was ever really a chance he would have. But if I were advising him, and I'm not advising him today, I don't work for Donald Trump right now, but the fact is I would tell him, do not go up on that stage. Why would you go there and risk a 40-point lead being everyone's punching bag? Now, if there's anyone who could handle that onslaught, it'd be Donald Trump. If anyone could punch back and actually make those attacks turn positives for him, it could be Donald Trump. But I just don't think he's going to make the trip for this one. I don't think there's any upside for him as a candidate at this point to stand on that debate stage with those folks. Hogan, stand by. I'll give you the last word, but over uh, to the panel now. What what would you make of what you heard from Ronald McDaniel and then and Hogan saying he doesn't anticipate? Donald yeah, well, there's, I'm not surprised that he doesn't admit, anticipate it. Um, there's neutral and there's neutral. You know, <laughs> Ronna said that she was neutral. The RNC needs Trump more than Trump needs the RNC. That's the bottom line for everything that it's done for fundraising. And I would be surprised if they they altered the rules or were willing to bend them for anyone other than President Trump. So I think what you're hearing are people who... It didn't, have so, it didn't sound like she was saying that we'll bend them, but there's, well, it's well, one thing telling like me that, said, and then, and then yeah. it's another thing telling Donald I don't know. Trump it sounded to me, and maybe I heard it wrong, that she said that he'd sign something for the South Carolina ballot, which seemed to be like a sort of escape hatch. I don't really know. Was that but the last is, election or this Yeah, I, who knows? Maybe I heard it wrong. But either way, like the bottom line is there's a one-way need, need train, and it's going from the RNC it's, to it's, Trump. It's, it was described as an yeah. interesting spot by Hogan, and I think the spot we are in is mm-hmm. hostage and hostage taker. And there is no leverage on the part of the RNC to force Donald Trump to go do this debate. He's not going to sign the pledge. You heard Ronna McDaniel just defend fake electors, right? That is that is the position that the husk of the RNC is in and has been in that position since 2016 because Donald Trump is bigger than the Republican Party and he doesn't need and that. There were, there were contingent uh, electors uh, and those persons were not prosecuted that were contingent and signed it as contingent. I would say this and I'd like to hear Hogan respond to this too. You know, if Donald Trump is so confident that he's going to win the primary, why doesn't he go on that debate stage and, and present his argument to the American people as though he's debating Joe Biden? He should run on his own agenda, what he accomplished, so he can actually start thinking about the general. But um, so far, you know, it seems as though he's really just uh, concerned about the Donald Trump show right. and he's overly confident. Re- Rebecca jumping in and doing half of my job for me. I'll take it. I like it. Hogan, she asked you the question. What would, what would your answer be? 
Look, again, there's no upside for him here. I understand you want him to debate, and you say, my gosh, he's so far ahead. Look at him go up there, and let's take control of this thing. But at the same time, Donald Trump is a showman, as Rana pointed out, and quite frankly, it'd be smarter for him to do counter-programming at the same time, pull some of the viewership away, and do it with someone, a big name, uh, go on television and talk about his agenda and what he's going to do to defeat Joe Biden, how he's going to make this country get back on the right track and put those America First policies uh, you know, back implemented uh, for all the people to to succeed under. Uh, but but I just don't see the the benefit for him in any way to go up there. And look, debates are about creating moments and there are going to be a lot of chances for Vivek and and for uh, Tim Scott yeah. and Chris Christie and, and uh, DeSantis to make those moments happen. But they're all trying to climb that rung of the ladder to get closer to Donald Trump, but they can't do it all at once. They have to knock out each other first. Hey, Hogan, I, and I got to letting them do this before they go up against Trump. Whatever. We'll see what happens. I, I, I got to run, but I got to ask you, if there is counter-programming, do you know what it is? Oh, what no, that I might don't. Be and what that might look like? No. I hear okay. you may call you, though, and do something at the same time. Could you, could you come on the, the Hill at the same come, time? Yeah, we'll take him. We'll, we'll take the interview. <laughs> okay. You can sit up here with us, too, Hogan. <laughs> Make it happen. I appreciate it. All right, Hogan, we'll leave sure. it there. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Hogan Gidley. Uh, coming on up here on the Hill, Senator Mitch McConnell. The top Republican in the Senate, as you know. So why did he team up today with the Biden administration? It makes a lot of sense, actually, and we'll talk about it coming up next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So, what are you thinking for lunch? Uh, I can't. I'm getting new window treatments. So, I gotta go home and wait around all afternoon for a design consultation just to get a quote. It's going to totally mess up my workday. Why don't you just go to Blinds.com? Because I need custom products. Blinds.com products are made to order and totally customizable. And you get upfront pricing right on their website to easily get your quote online. But I want to see the products in person. Blinds.com ships samples to you fast and free. They can even verify your measurements and handle the installation. Wow, how convenient. Tell me more. Blinds.com also has a huge selection of stylish shutters, shades, curtains, and options for motorization, even for your patio. Plus, their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Well, you've convinced me. Let's go eat. I've got time now. Shop Blinds.com and save up to 45% plus free installation on qualifying purchases. Up to 45% off right now at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's happening. You ready for this? The biggest names in golf. We're coming. In the hottest new place to see sports. Live Golf on the CW. Welcome to the party. Yes, baby. Live Golf is in full swing. Rock solid. Catch all the action. What a shot! The biggest names in golf. Watch live coverage of Live Golf. The CW. If you suffer from COPD symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue, where do you turn? There are medications and oxygen, but do you know about pulmonary rehab? 
Three out of five COPD patients have never heard of it. Pulmonary Rehab is an exercise, education, and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition. And Medicare typically pays for it. So whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room, Pulmonary Rehab can help you. Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for pulmonary rehab today. You know that big bargain detergent jug is 80% water, right? 80% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thingy. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. Save on Tide Pods at CVS. It's okay to change your style. It's okay to change your mind. TV. Daytime means memories. Dennis the Menace. Bewitched. And I dream of genie. I cannot wait. Turn your TV back in time with Antenna TV. Check your cable listings. Antenna TV. Ew. Gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Have you tried Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. This back-to-school season, Downy and Tide are giving back with $1.5 million in scholarships. Enter to win. No purchase necessary. USNDC, 16 or older, and September 30th. Rules at downy.com slash scholarship slash official rules. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council Appreciating the drug addiction. We've all got family members. I can't speak for everybody, but I got family members been addicted to drugs, and it is a health issue. And even the lead in, she talks about should we be doing more about criminal, uh, criminal code or criminality? And the reality is we ought to be doing more in the health space in regard to reducing the demand for drugs in this country while protecting the borders, of course, and arresting and working with our partners around the, the world to reduce. Um, those who would be supplying drugs to the U.S. Well, I would also say, too, this particular issue, it's a geopolitical problem because the precursor drugs come from China. Those go to the, mm, the Mexican southern border, cartels. And then it's you've what got, do you do along the southern border? Then you've got yeah. a border problem. Then yep. you've got a cartel problem. Mm-hmm. And then you also have this issue of what are the social ills that are driving these young people to use drugs? And then are there pragmatic issues that Republican Democrats can come together to, to even you know try to solve the some of the problems with the drug users, are there ways that they can indicate that they have fentanyl in these drugs because you can't see it, you can't taste it, and so the and cartels are really abusing are dying, people. and they're still taking these risks. I mean, right. the program today, the bipartisan program today that was your lead-in was powerful and important, but you still have young, young kids all over this country taking that chance. You know, if some of these I, schools have I, I, whatever they call the injection to bring someone out of an overdose. The White House knows, Tim, that, that they need to keep talking about this and yeah. keep pushing this. And they are, and they're trying to. How much more of this? Because this poll, you know, we hear from President Biden a lot about guns. Yep. 
We don't hear a lot about fentanyl well, from him, and we don't hear a lot about opioids from him. In his State of the Union address, all the way back in February, he talked about his unity agenda, and he talked about the opioid crisis as part of that. And you've seen some action from Congress and from the administration. It's what you know we call the shadow Congress. It doesn't grab headlines. It does when it's a huge problem like this. But the legislation moving sometimes feels a little slow. The FDA just approved over-the-counter Narcan, right, which helps with overdoses in this situation. It's little things like that. It's the Bipartisan HALT Act, which is sponsored by two Republicans in the House, passed, and the administration is supportive of it. So it's about that type of bipartisan. Should this be a wake-up call for, for Democrats, though? Because we, we often... I just, I just don't think it's an issue where we should try to drive a wedge between the two parties. I think there is progress being made in a bipartisan. But I think it's really important. I, I ran for Congress in San Diego, where 50% of the fentanyl comes over the border at the border entry. And so we can't have a serious conversation about addressing this fentanyl crisis without addressing our borders. And as long as that remains a politicized issue something that is so basic, we have to stem the flow. It's coming from two major cartels in Mexico, and we have to stop it. We just, stop it by securing our borders. Just north of you uh, from San Diego, of course, to San Francisco right now, 81% of overdose deaths in that city are caused by Right. Caused by fentanyl. Yeah, and and re- remember, this was an issue where, that Blinken was supposed to actually bring up when he went to China. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this, is, yeah. this is so important that it's a top agenda item in our foreign policy. Of course, we're not making any progress right now with how difficult the Chinese Communist Party has been. But it is a serious China problem. You still got to reduce the demand. Though. Yep. You can't talk about one without Both. the other. You can close the border, but you got to reduce the demand in the U.S. Well, we got to be we got to be serious about it, and we can't have Ron DeSantis saying he's going to drone strike cartels. Like this is we can't polarize this in a way that drives people apart. All right. Well, coming up, protecting homeowners in Hawaii after thousands lost everything in the wildfires. We're now hearing stories. Would you believe this? We're now hearing stories in Lahaina about residents who are being told or being asked, being approached to sell their land, sell their homes. They were just devastated, gutted, homes flattened. And now folks are going in there and saying, want to sell? We'll talk to someone about it on the ground coming up. I was crossing the street when I met the love of my life. I chased after her. Nothing would stand in my way. Not the dog walker, nor the hot dog vendor. Finally reaching her, I asked, what do you call that amazing smell? Um, it's Gain Flings. Gain Flings. My love had a name, but more importantly, it had a scent. Fall in love with Gain Flings. Seriously good scent. Gain Flings with 50% more freshness ingredients versus leading bargain detergent. My whole identity had been wrapped up in being a soldier. To have that so violently ripped from me when I was wounded, I was lost for a very long time. When Wounded Warrior Project came into my life, being around the other warriors, people that had similar experiences that I did, it was a game changer for me. Having King join the group, that was the beginning of a really good friendship. It's a a good time. I first heard about Wounded Warrior Project through CQ. And at first I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I qualify. But having been a part of it, it's kind of taught me that it's not just the wounds that you can see, but it's those that you can't. When you do something like a peer support group with Wounded Warrior Project and come together from different walks of life, man, the growth is incredible. If not for Wounded Warrior Project, I really don't think that I'd be here today. See how we help warriors combat stigma at woundedwarriorproject.org slash combat stigma.
Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much acetaminophen can damage your liver. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. It's an era of politics like we've never seen. A new kind of politics needs a new kind of program you can trust. Welcome to The Hill on News Nation. I'm Leland Vitter. Introducing The Vice Hill. President Mike Pence joins us now. I welcome President Biden taking his record to the American people. DC's definitive source for nonpartisan political news. The Hill, weekdays at 5, 4 Central on News Nation. To find News Nation on your screen, go to joinnn.com. All right, son. Time to put out this campfire. Dad, we learned about this in school. Oh, did you now? Okay. What's first? Smokey Bear said to. First drown it with a bucket of water, then stir it with a shovel. Wow, you sound just like him. Then he said. If it's still warm, then do it again. Where can I learn all this? It's all on SmokeyBear.com with other wildfire prevention tips, because only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Tell your doctor if you have an... Pass it on! Here's a short quiz. Who won Best Actress last year? Who won the World Series two years ago? And finally, name your favorite teacher. Pass it on! Now, I'm guessing that the last question was the easiest. Why is that? Because that person made a difference in your life. So, go ahead and make a difference. Because making a difference is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com. My mom has decided to learn to paint, and she's good. My dad's now into creative cuisine, and I've already put on six pounds. Learning new things comes with age. My mom? She started forgetting my name and what we're talking about. Forgetting well-known things doesn't. Memory loss may be a sign of Alzheimer's disease. Early detection gives you and your loved one time to plan for the future. Learn the warning signs of Alzheimer's at 10signs.org. Brought to you by the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. After I lost my mom, I lost my way. Then I found youth advocate programs, yet behavioral health services. As a little kid, I made some mistakes, but I'm not a mistake. YAP gives communities alternatives to residential care, youth incarceration, and neighborhood violence. After completing our program, nearly 90% of participants remain in their community. YAP works. I'm working towards a bright future. Youth advocate programs. Others talk social change. We make it happen. Learn more at yapinc.org. As a teacher, I should know the answers. But with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, answers don't come easy. Steroids made my gut feel better, but they brought symptoms and risks of their own. A friend told me about the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, and they helped me find a specialist. We talked through the pros and cons and landed on a new treatment. I feel like the guy with answers again. Don't wait. Make sure you have the latest info and the best plan for you. Spill your guts. Learn more at spillyourguts.org. All right, welcome back to The Hill on News Nation. The clock could be, potentially, ticking for TikTok. Nearly half of adults now, at least, somewhat support a ban of the social media app in the United States. Only 36% now oppose a ban. 17% say they're not sure. This is all according to a new poll from Reuters. Now, the results come as New York City is also joining the list of U.S. cities and states restricting TikTok on government-owned devices. So if you work for New York City, they give you a cell phone. 
can't have TikTok on it. The mayor there, Eric Adams, cites security concerns for his decision. Where is all of this heading uh, with TikTok in the U.S.? Um, it's probably heading for a total ban. You think so? If the government, if the government says that there are issues with the China spying on us, and it seems wildly popular at the same time, but ultimately we cannot have systems in our iPhones or in any of our phones that are stealing state secrets. I'm not so us. sure on the... Fi- so there was a poll out from um, Punchable News here in Washington. Mm-hmm. 55% of senior Capitol Hill staffers say that their boss, the congressman, congresswoman, supports a ban. So that's that's kind of feels like a 50-50 coin flip at this this point yeah, in time. Well, that's a high number to ban uh, TikTok yeah. or an application, no matter how you cut it up. Oh, it needs to be banned. This is a Chinese Communist Party spyware app. Um, FBI Director Ray is constantly talking about how it's a national security threat. Not only is it stealing data, it's driving narratives in all of these softwares to divide Americans. Very, very divisive. Terrible for the American people, especially going into Your mom of how many? Five. And you told me what? There is no, there are no social media devices. They are totally unhooked from the worldwide. You, well, you said, no, but you said you think every, it's the parents here. Oh, absolutely. That are all the parents yeah. want to ban it. It's the kids who like it, but it's uh, really not up to them. They, we need to make sure that we do the responsible this thing. This is and bipartisan. Ban it. it is bipartisan. And I think you saw this starting to happen after the TikTok CEO gave his testimony yeah, months ago. It was a disaster yeah, universally. Brutal, 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 but there's a huge audience on this app, right? It is a security concern, but it's like 150 million Americans. Americans are on this, 5 million small businesses. So I think the question is, and we've had legislation now stalled in Congress. There's a little movement after that hearing. Um, you know, where are people going to go for this type of information, for this type of I'll entertainment? You. Can you do a ban on something that 150 million Americans use? So that's so. here's why I think it's stalled. Because they're not going to ban TikTok in a presidential election. Nobody's going to want to say, it was the Republican who banned it, or it was <laughs> the Democrat who banned it. There. It's not going to happen yeah. during a presidential election. There's a huge audience there, and I think that's kind of why it's stalled out. Yeah, it's a tough issue for Congress, yeah. But I will say, you know, this is a unilateral technological warfare that we're, we're bringing upon ourselves. Because China has what's called the Great Firewall of China. They have blocked almost all of our apps. And for some reason, we don't see that doing so would serve our best natural, national interests as well. It just seems so, so odd to me that people would stand up for something that we could easily replicate. There's so many smart people mm. in Silicon Valley mm. that would love to have an opportunity to do the next version of TikTok that's actually safe. And here's the thing, too. This is what I tell members of Congress, their congressional offices, when I go in and talk about this issue on the Hill, too. The, the videos, the narratives that can be driven and can be hiked up through algorithms from China, yeah. they use them to mock members of Congress. So you're also, <laughs> you're also entrusting right. a, a, an adversary of the United States to even steer your political narrative right. um, against your own will. So it's, not, it's very short-sighted way, for members of Congress to, to By the way, this in this country. poll, would you support a TikTok ban? 58 of... 58% of Republicans said yes. 47% of Democrats said yes. I guess you've got to say fairly even, kind of down yeah. the middle. All right, turning now to Hawaii, where residents are now fending off a much different threat now. Opportunistic real estate buyers looking to potentially capitalize on the vulnerability of Maui residents and buy their properties potentially for pennies on the dollar. One Lahaina native is already hearing about this happening in her town, and here's what she told News Nation. I met someone personally that said they were approached um, at their home and asked if they wanted to sell it. Then went to the neighbor's house and the neighbor's house and everybody's house in the corner. But they all said no, they love Lahaina too much. Land is not for sale. 
The Hawaii Governor Josh Green says he has directed the state's attorney general to work on a moratorium on the sale of properties damaged or destroyed in the fires. Joining us now is the Hawaii State Senator Gil Keith Agaron. Uh, Gil, thank you for being here on the Hill. On yeah, good after uh, good afternoon, or I guess maybe good morning to you. Still, um, we, you know, we're we're hearing this is happening. How widespread is it there? You know, it's maybe not as widespread as people think. I, I think what you saw a little bit there is the coconut wireless, where there's a lot of rumors. Um, I think we've seen some um, indication of it happening with posts on social media. But it's just a completely distasteful that someone would be looking at disaster profiteering. We're nine days off from the fire. We haven't even searched more than 50% of the area to find the people that never were able to leave the town. Uh, it's, it's something that I think everyone looking at this who lives in Hawaii just finds completely distasteful and appalling. Yeah. Of course. The Associated Press article, Governor Josh Green said Wednesday that he instructed the state attorney general to work toward a moratorium on land transactions in Lahaina. Is this is it needed? Right. Because we're, we're hearing about it. But you say it's maybe not as widespread as as one thinks. Do, do you think it's it's necessary? The governor's talking about it. I think the governor is right to try to just send a send a shot over the bow to make sure that people who may be considering it to not do it, and to also remind our residents who are now in different stages of the grief process not yeah. to do anything rash at this point. Let's wait. There's time enough to consider if you want to rebuild and what you want to do with the property. And, you know, a lot of people are already looking at Lahaina as our ground zero. It's a place that right now has a great significance for not just the people of West Maui, but for our entire island. Gil, what do you need right now from the federal government? We know President Biden will be heading there on Monday. But what do you need from Washington? What do you need from the White House? You know, they are providing a lot of resources, but it really needs to get to the people who really need it. We've been able to move people from the shelters now back to West Maui. They're staying at the hotels. They're getting a little bit more privacy than being in a large shelter. And hopefully the services will be made available to them. They'll be able to sign up with SBA, with um, the Veterans Administration if they're veterans, and with FEMA to get access to whatever federal help is available. Right now, the community has really been stepping up to get directly uh, supplies and needed necessities that have been slow to get to that side of the island. Uh, so I'm glad the president's coming. It, it, it brings attention to this. And, I'm, and I know that he's brought to bear a lot of federal assets that are working pretty well with the county and the state. But I have to really look at the fact that our community has really come together on this event. State Senator Gil Keith Agron, um, thank you for joining us. We appreciate the uh, time, sir. Good luck. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, Scott, when you hear stories like this about potentially essentially predatory buying, right, there's always some form of price gouging after a natural disaster. Sure. We see it in every single one. Mm-hmm. Um, but putting a moratorium on, on home sales, how would that work? Because I imagine there's going to be some bad folks out there who want to pray, but there's also going to be some victims who might say, I want to sell. This is a chance for me to move on to the next chapter in my life. 
you know, don't don't force me to, to, to stay. Well, I think it's a balance. I think the attorney general can issue a, an executive order or an attorney general rule that puts a moratorium temporary. Let's say the next 30 days that that area right there is a disaster area. It's not going anywhere. And the rebuild is going to take several months, if not years, to do. And so there's a compelling state interest to protect these home buyers and actually protect access to that area and selling it in while you're in an emotional, distressful situation right. just doesn't make a lot of sense. And so I, I think it's good policy. And clearly you don't want developers coming in. It's a local community and then just every single thing is a hotel, uh, a this, a that. I mean, you know. Free enterprise run amok, unfortunately. And Listen, uh, it is what it is in this, this country, but that moratorium would solve a lot of issues. All right, well, coming up, uh, wrongfully detained. More than four years later, the American Paul Whelan is still being held in Russia. After a call with the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, has anything changed? We will talk to Paul Whelan's brother next. And only on News Nation, the former ESPN star Sage Steele giving her first cable TV interview. She joins Adrian and Markey live on Morning in America. Tune in tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. Eastern. Hear from Sage Steele. And we'll be back right here on News Nation. In mid-2017, we received the news that nobody wants to hear. Your child has cancer. Saying Jude made us feel that everything was gonna be alright. It's like an army of people working together, following the same dream, which is getting a 100% success rate for curing childhood cancer. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Thanks to generous community support, Wounded Warrior Project has helped post-9-11 veterans and their families since 2003. Through no-cost physical and mental health services, legislative advocacy, career assistance, and life skill training, we're there every step of the journey. It's possible to feel understood. To get support when it's needed most. And now I know anything is possible. And we're just getting started. Learn more at woundedwarriorproject.org slash possible. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural. You must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811, brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Thanks for listening to News Nation on the go. I'm Marnie Hughes, and this is America's fastest growing cable news network. As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end. The good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives and restore sight and health for many more. Sign up right now online as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe someone else will be happy too. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. So, what are you thinking for lunch? Uh, I can't. I'm getting new window treatments. So I gotta go home and wait around all afternoon for a design consultation just to get a quote. 
It's going to totally mess up my workday. Why don't you just go to Blinds.com? Because I need custom products. Blinds.com products are made to order and totally customizable. And you get upfront pricing right on their website to easily get your quote online. But I want to see the products in person. Blinds.com ships samples to you fast and free. They can even verify your measurements and handle the installation. Wow, how convenient. Tell me more. Blinds.com also has a huge selection of stylish shutters, shades, curtains, and options for motorization, even for your patio. Plus, their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Well, you've convinced me. Let's go eat. I've got time now. Shop Blinds.com and save up to 45% plus free installation on qualifying purchases. Up to 45% off right now at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Mega XL can bring... Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. I thought it was a rash, but my doctor said it was a tick bite. Ticks can spread Lyme disease and other illnesses leading to chronic health issues. My brother was always having asthma flare-ups. A roach problem at home was causing it. Allergens left behind by roaches and rodents are a major driver of asthma attacks. When I had a fever and body aches, I never thought it was West Nile virus. Mosquitoes breed in standing water and can spread serious diseases. Get the facts at PestWorld.org. A public service message brought to you by the National Pest Management Association. I'm a wife and the mother of two kids. And when I get to work in the precinct house and put on my uniform, I can tell you, as a police officer, we're building partnerships. This should be happening everywhere. So the police should be reaching out to this community. And this community should reach out to the police. That's the way to make this a safer place. Start the conversation and help stop crime. To learn the five things you can do, go to ncpc.org slash preventviolentcrime. A message from the National Crime Prevention Council and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. You took the first step and quit smoking. But even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Babes, what are you doing? What? I'm just mowing the lawn. No, it's blazing hot and dry out here. Don't you remember? Smokey Bear says... Avoid using power equipment when it's windy or dry. Where'd you learn this? Oh, it's on... SmokeyBear.com with many other wildfire prevention tips. Right. Thanks, honey bear. Because remember, only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
else read a book, anything like that. Um, and then they go and have uh, these meals that have gotten very small, uh, again, since the sanctions and the war. Uh, so they're they're being underfed compared to what they were even when he got there a few years ago. And uh, it, it's a hard existence, but he has done a remarkable job of staying upbeat, staying focused on, uh, you know, getting through each day and uh, hopefully getting to the day when he's released. David, I want to read you a headline from The Wall Street Journal yesterday. It says the following, quote, Russia has shown scant interest in prisoner swap for dozens held in U.S. prisons. Effort at a trade for Americans, including Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovic, involving a third country, have hit hurdles, prompting new attention to options in the U.S. Is that the issue or, or, or an issue, as you understand it, that if there is a potential prisoner swap involving your brother and Evan Gershkovic, that a, a third country and Rus- Russian assets there would need to be involved? I'm not sure. I think the Kremlin has made specific requests to the U.S. government, and I don't know what they are. Um, we know that they did in the case of both uh, Konstantin Yaroshenko and um, Victor Boot. Uh, and unfortunately, President Trump decided not to trade Paul for those two gentlemen, and those gentlemen have now gone home for Trevor Reed and for Brittany Griner. Uh, so it's great that Americans came home, uh, but it means that the U.S. government doesn't really have any other assets that the Kremlin appears to want. And uh, as the Wall Street Journal uh, reporters noticed, there are dozens, even maybe a hundred or more Russians in American prisons, federal and state. And uh, the Kremlin isn't looking for those. And so I think it makes it very difficult for the U.S. government to resolve the case uh, when they don't have the concession that the uh, Russian government is looking for. There is a lot of focus as well, rightfully so, on Evan Gershkovic, the Wall Street Journal reporter wrongfully detained in Russia as well. Have you been given um, any guarantee, David, from the administration that if there is a prisoner swap involving Evan Gershkovic, it would also involve your brother? I haven't. The U.S. government has made it clear that Paul is a priority and we expect that he will be coming home the next time that an American comes home. It'd be unfortunate if he wasn't. Is, Is the Biden administration doing everything that it can, in your view? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it takes two to tango. And so no matter what the U.S. government does, if the Kremlin isn't willing to uh, exceed and go along with concession, and so far they haven't, um, there isn't a whole lot more that the U.S. government can do. I do have a uh, perpetual concern that they have not turned over every rock. They haven't made every hard decision they can. Uh, so I'm hoping that that is, is going on. But uh, so far, um, I don't see that uh, we're any closer to getting Paul home. All right. Uh, David Whelan, the brother of Paul Whelan. Uh, Thank you, sir. We appreciate the time. And if there's any updates you ever want to talk about your brother, come on back. Thanks so much. Um, Over to the panel. It's, uh, you know, it's heartbreaking to hear it. Um, It's heartbreaking to hear the brother, of course, in his view, say, you know, doesn't necessarily know that every rock is being turned over. Is this is this a case that if you're the president of the United States, he mentioned Donald Trump in there and, and Joe Biden right now is the president of the United States, sort of one of those. You're, you're, you're criticized no matter what because these are extremely tricky instances. No, but it was, it was President Biden who traded bout for Griner, and he did not actually make sure that we got Paul Whelan back. And so I think that that, that is, I think, an egregious um, error on the part of the administration. I can say that because I'm not the one in the hot seat, hot seat making those decisions. I understand the strong desire to get any American you can get back. But Victor Bout was such a huge get for the Russians. We should have demanded that Paul come with that. And then now this comes on the heels of this $6 billion plus um, ransom that the Biden administration paid for these for the yeah. Americans who were wrongfully detained in Iran. Still in the process. 
process. Still in the process, right. but that raises the cost. I'm sure the Russians are looking at that thinking, and what can they get out of, out of uh, the Biden administration? All right. Well, meantime, a decades-long legal battle may see a controversial conclusion. The suspected architect, architect of the 9-11 terrorist attack, four other defendants as well, could potentially avoid the death penalty as part of a new plea deal being considered by the Biden administration. Now, notice was given to the 9-11 families in the form of a letter sent by the Pentagon and the FBI. Let's bring in now Elizabeth Vargas. Uh, Elizabeth, you'll be talking about this on your show later this evening. We are. These letters have been received this week by many 9-11 families, and many of them are very, very outraged to hear that there is this plea deal under consideration that could possibly uh, give Khalid Sheikh Mohammed uh, life in prison and take the death penalty off the table. This is the worst terrorist attack ever on U.S. soil. 3,000 people, nearly 3,000 people were killed. Uh, the case has been troubled for years, Blake, as you know, uh, largely because Khalid Sheikh Mohammed was waterboarded by the CIA nearly 200 times. Uh, defense lawyers taking advantage of our amazing judicial system here in the United States have argued that any uh, testimony, any evidence he gave while under torture is inadmissible. This has really troubled the case. Lawyers uh, at Guantanamo and representing the government just want it over with. So this deal is being bandied about. It is not being met, yeah. however, by a lot of enthusiasm from 9-11 families who want answers. Mainly, what was Saudi Arabia's role in 9-11? Did any senior Saudi leaders have anything to do with helping the terrorists? Who, who will you be speaking with tonight? We're speaking with one of the 9-11 widows. Wow. Okay. All right. Elizabeth Vargas. Uh, and Elizabeth Vargas reports coming up here in nine minutes, six o'clock Eastern. See you then. Thank you. Yep. All right. Well, coming up, stories and a hairstyle that caught our eye before we go. What you might be missing, the other headlines of the day. That's coming up next. News Nation. Who would you tell if you shot your wife? Well, one judge messaged his office, said he wouldn't be in the next day, then confessed to the crime. Now he's fighting the charges. Tonight on Banfield, only on News Nation. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. As an adult, kids want to know you're listening to them, but they also want to listen to you. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. Talking early and often about it in everyday conversations reinforces your message and keeps lines of communication open. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. My 13-year-old acts like a puppy again. Almost overnight, she's a different dog. Perfect poops. When people switch their dog's food to the farmer's dog, the effects can seem like magic. But there's no magic involved. It's simply real meat and vegetables with all the nutrients dogs need instead of highly processed pellets. No tricks, just smarter, healthier pet food delivered in packs portioned for your dog. It's amazing what real food can do. Get 50% off your first order at thefarmersdog.com slash nomagic50. Many Americans have missed regular dental care in the past few years. It's important to see a dentist twice a year to identify any problems early. Taking care of your oral health helps overall health. Brushing at least twice a day with fluoride toothpaste and flossing daily can help prevent oral health problems. For more information, visit hrsa.gov oral health. How was your job to school? Let me tell you. 
I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. You're listening to News Nation. To get America's fastest growing news channel on your screen, go to joinnn.com. Thanks for listening to News Nation on the go. I'm Marnie Hughes, and this is America's source for engaging and unbiased news. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for Greatest of All Time, as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the goat. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. I'm a pretty great multitasker. I can wash dishes and do laundry. I can roller skate while walking my dog. I can even order lunch while doing my homework. But I can't use my phone while driving. A distracted driver is one of the leading causes of death in the United States. So when it comes to driving, please, don't be a multitasker. Don't drive distracted. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Kids ask their parents a lot of questions. Why can't people fly? Gravity. Is the moon really made of cheese? Yep, cream cheese. When can I move into a big kid's car seat? Uh... For some questions, parents may not have the answer, but that's okay. They can't know everything, but knowing the right seat for their age and size will help protect them in a car crash. Find out more at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Where do babies come from? Good luck, Dad. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Now you can discover the mysteries of ham radio. Using modern transceivers, you can make friends all over the world, even talk to astronauts in space, ships on the high seas, and flying aircraft thousands of miles away. Unlike phone users, ham radio operators talk absolutely free and provide vital communications during disasters or emergencies. To find out more about ham radio, visit us at ARRL.org. And remember, unlike the Internet, we crisscross the entire globe wirelessly stories that caught our eye. Denise? Yes. Uh, a man, I'm probably going to slaughter his name, but he's a, he's a politician in Argentina. Okay. He just won the primary, and it's probably because of his hair. <laughs> okay. His name is Javier Millet. Okay. And when you see the picture, I'm sure you guys are going to pop it up there on the screen. He's a self-described anarcho-capitalist. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what that is. But it's some combination of mullet, bird's nest, I don't know, Wolverine chic? Elvis. Did you see Hugh Jackman in him? <laughs> what, de- what decade is that from? You know, I don't know, but I love it. And I expect to see it. I expect to see it on the runway in Fashion Week next year, next month. <laughs> and I'm waiting for anarcho-capitalist chic to make its big, you know, see, see, that picture there looks like 60s. The other one maybe looked like 90s. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, well, 
Tim. Yeah, there's another. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> well, I, I don't have a story don't about anybody's that. hair. So, the <laughs> okay. first time I talk about uh, Governor Tim Walz in Minnesota, he has an okay haircut. Okay. <laughs> Can't compete with that. Um, but this week, yesterday actually, they just started sending out $1,300 $1, rebate checks in Minnesota. They had a $9.2 hmm. billion budget surplus. And the Minnesota miracle, where I'm from, my home state, it continues. We had a one seat advantage in the state Senate, passed a ton of policy, uh, paid family and medical leave, recreational marijuana, abortion rights codified. I think progressives and Democrats have a lot to learn from the state. 1300 like per family, per, per household. Tax ta- per household. household. Yeah. Oh. But that's like what Andrew Yang wanted. a family wanted. of four. Yeah, yes. That's what like Andrew Yang kind of wanted to do and he didn't, yeah. on the progressive side of right. things, didn't. Well, we've got a different test case in Minnesota. <laughs> Andrew Yang should call Tim Walls and okay. see what he did differently. All right, Rebecca? I'm watching women's soccer. England beat Ooh, Australia. <laughs> very, very exciting. Um, I'm excited about just women's sports, seeing how the viewership is just going mm-hmm. great. Twice mm-hmm. as many people are watching um, the women's soccer this year than two years ago. And then, of course, then England goes and plays Spain. Um, so very excited about that. What happened oh. to U.S. women's? What happened? Yeah. Well, They're out. Well. You know, I know, yeah. but, like, they didn't score. They didn't score. Yeah. And you have to, the, I think that the, you really you have do to that score. Sports, right? to win. Yeah. You go win. And it wasn't so great, but right, it's really Scott. fun to see England do My so story well. is the Detroit Police Department. Okay. They have a new unit that is a mental health unit, and they are actively involved in going out and assisting in cases where the police are called to assist people who are in mental crises and who are maybe committing a crime long overdue. It's going to be a motto, and so often our... Young people, black and brown, primarily in urban America, being killed by police. Many of them are mentally ill or having a drug or mental episode. And this unit goes out, many of them unarmed, and they have quelled or brought in people without incident because Mm. of their training and expertise. Look for it to be a model uh, for the rest of the country. Very cool. I'm picking up from Rebecca. Lionel Messi, have you guys seen what he's been doing? It's absolutely amazing. So obviously he's the greatest of all time. Comes over here to the U.S. He's playing for Inner Miami. He's got nine goals in six games. It's basically like the greatest player ever leaving Europe, where the greatest soccer is played, coming to the U.S. and running circles around everyone. It is fascinating to watch him play. The GOAT's still doing GOAT things. All right. Well, thank you for watching us here on The Hill on News Nation. We will be back tomorrow, 5 o'clock Eastern. Elizabeth Vargas Report starts right now. The masterminds of the 9-11 attacks may now escape the death penalty as a possible new plan.